Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Replayer Podcast. Uh, this week, we are joined with, of course, my lovely co-host, Pagan. Hello. Uh, and the cast of the Green Knight RPG series, Wayne and Erica. Mine yeah, is Drew. <laughs> yeah, mine is Drew. Mine is Drew, Drew is busy. Drew is, uh, is, is, is busy doing Drew stuff. Eldor farts. <laughs> Yeah, he's out slaying dragons and shit, you know. Enchanting. You know the way it is. <laughs> the way he always said it. He just yeah. went right up to it. Eldor, the enchanting. Yeah, I know. So it's fantastic. So great. That's how we did it. That's how we did it. Literally, yeah, literally like the Mufasa. Like yeah. it's Mufasa. so, so accurate. Yeah, for sure. It's a good thing to stick to a character trope like that. Like he always walks into a room like Eldor, the enchanting. Yeah, it's good. He, he like, claimed, yeah, it's great. He claimed he was never role playing. He was just playing himself. So, and it made me wonder, does he walk in films going, Drew. <laughs> That's how we introduced him. That yeah. wouldn't surprise the me. Yeah. Yeah. The soupiest Drew. Possibly. <laughs> just in his own now. It just isn't his own now. Yeah. Oh my God. Peyton can't speak today. Just in his own house. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry. Just in his own house. Else. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, we well, are thank, here. Thanks to for having us on. Yes. Cheers for having us on. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We're looking forward to having a specific episode about this limited run series of the Green Knight on the Retro Replay channel, which we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is now not Retro Replay. Ah. It's not Retro Replay. <laughs> anyways, it's, the, it's a Retro Replay oh, whoa, whoa. Presents series um, of the Green Knight t- tabletop RPG uh, yeah. run and game mastered by you know Wayne here. Um, and featuring oh. Erica and Pagan, of course. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, us too. So, you got a couple that? of questions? Oh, uh, sure we are. Okay, great. Questions. Unless you have fully adopted your persona of Daywin the Owl now, that you're just you're just an owl in the corner now. Toot, toot. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we have just a frozen picture of Erica on the screen. Mm. Yeah, shoot. I should have changed it to an owl. Shoot, shoot. Oh, yeah. missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I think do I can post. still do it. Do it in post. Do it in post. Yeah, yeah we'll do it in post. Yeah. I'll well, send you a picture of an that. owl. <laughs> yeah. um, we have a couple of uh, things to discuss on that, especially because uh, the main thing to get into about the Green Knight series is it's a community-driven project. And by community, I mean yeah. you, Wayne. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, I have wanted, my own community. I wanted yes. to discuss that. Me and Pagan were thinking about this. Like, let's talk about this. Let's let's explain and discuss how this came to be. Um, sure. And that's where I want to start. Really, is uh, you know what gave you the idea to want to try to do a Green Knight series for Retro Replay? So I so I'm a huge history movie nerd and. I was excited about this movie coming out as Drew was because mm-hmm. uh, we discussed about, we discussed it, you know, with each other on, I think on Twitter as well. And then Pagan 
asked me to come on to trailer talk one afternoon to for the green eye trailer and i had bought a bit of production material sorry promo material of the green eye leading up to it a few things that the a24 website was selling and one of them was this role play game because i'm a huge role play nerd so i have like a plethora of different role play games on my shelf and anything that's like a role play game and a tie into a movie that I'm looking forward to, of course I'm going to buy it. Mm. So I did. Oh, yeah. And, um, and then I came on to trailer talk and myself and drew nerded out about the, the, the film and the story and the poem and, and then everyone else like PJ and Nolan and, you know, they were like, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> kind of, I knew sure. me and Drew kind of have similar tastes and a lot of different things. Yeah, Star Trek, all that type of thing. That's mm-hmm. kind of our jam. So I knew that it was we were kind of like-minded on this particular topic. Mm-hmm. So I just tweeted at him one day. Having flashbacks said, of our Last of Us discussion that we had now. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. 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 So I tweeted at him one day, like a picture of the box of the role-play game. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, what do you think about doing this? That's all it was. It's literally a tweet. And within, I think he, he kind of just retweeted it. And then he sent me a DM. And then we sent back a couple of emails and then we had a pitch meeting and we just put it together and it was like, yeah, let's do it. And initially it was just, I just sent it to him. It was like, let's just have a game of this. It was, there was no kind of, I want to produce this show and put it up on the internet. Mm-hmm. All it was is like, let's like over the, over the magic of zoom or whatever, let's just have a role play game. Cause that's what I've been, I think everyone in their, and their aunt has been doing that during the pandemic is like, oh, yeah. keep yourself entertained. Dungeons and Dragons, popularity has gone through the fucking roof because people are sitting like this oh yeah and you know playing D digitally so why not just you know invite drew to a game of me hosting a game and whoever wanted to play of doing the green Knight rpg but it snowballed and he gave me the opportunity to with pagan to produce it and put it together and put it up on the retro replay kind of youtube channel which i was grateful for mm. um and like it's i have experience doing these type of things like I host a, a, an RPG podcast slash YouTube channel already. Um, the Irish podcast plays Dungeons and Dragons. And we've been doing that for two years. So I, I'm well versed in how to do like role play games like this. Um, so I had that kind of background. So Drew happily was like, look, let's use our platform and let's put it out there. There's an audience for this type of stuff. So let's do it. Like, you know, and he gave me the opportunity to do that. And which mm. was, I was very thankful for. Um, so that's kind of how it came about, just literally from me from a sending tweet. a tweet. Yeah, from a tweet. a tweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, obviously, from it's in fairness, it's Pagan's fault, really. <laughs> Pagan's Pagan, fault. Yeah, Pagan, we were we were chatting about something, and then I saw it at the trailer. I think I don't, I can't remember the exact thing, and I'm not going to go back to my messages now. I think it was like you saw that we were doing trailer talk on the Green Knight. Like it was like you know the, the premiere. It's like premiering at like four hours or whatever yeah. like that. And you were like, oh, my God, like the Green Knight. Like, I, I fucking love that. And I was like, dude, come on the show. No, you know, who, I know what I'm not going to I'm not going to let this slide. It was actually Tina. Oh, it was Tina's, Tina. fault. Ah. It was Tina's fault. Yes, because if I don't fucking give her credit, she'll kill me. Um, <laughs> but it was Tina. No, it was <laughs> Tina because uh, Tina just said, dude, in, in Tina's way, fucking get on this shit. So in fairness to Tina, she kind of was like, you should be doing this. Get on. And, and Pagan then was like, yeah, come on. If you can talk about this and you know the topic, come on. And of course, I'm a massive nerd. So yes, I was happy to talk about history and Arthurian legends and RPGs and stuff. So, I yeah. learned so much from that. That was an awesome episode. It was a really good episode. Yeah. yeah. 
the trailer talk. Yeah. And, and like Drew's mm. so passionate about it. <laughs> I feel like everybody else gives him a hard time because he'll grow on, he'll go on this like tangent, this massive out. tangent. Yeah. Cause he's PJ too passionate. Like, yeah. Yeah. PJ always gives him shit for it. <laughs> it was really fascinating though. It was like a little history lesson. It was great. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, and that's that in itself is, is, is something like that. Those exchanges so many, with Drew are fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think, I think you got to give it props for like, it was a trailer episode, trailer show, talking about a trailer of a movie mm-hmm. that we will have. We actually have have a release date for Ireland there, twenty fourth of September. Mm. Yeah, um, it's like a but, whole uh, month and a half uh, yeah. later than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's it's the case of I think it was props to Drew. I, I'm guessing it was Drew who kind of pitched that trailer for that episode. Probably I'm guessing, yeah. knowing true. Yeah, actually, so, I, mean, I mean, we had we had pitched it before. I think uh, there was other trailers. I think maybe the week before or something like that. And then, then we did this potentially. It could have been something like that, but it was definitely Drew. It was Drew's pitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's that's kind of how it came about anyway. That's how the whole thing long long story long. That's how the long story long. Long story long. Well, I just recently I saw like the trailer for that new uh The King's Men. And as soon as I saw the oh, trailer, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I tweeted at Drew. I was like, this seems like a good candidate for another trailer talk. And he actually you know, I think it was the following week said that's what he wanted to do, but there were scheduling conflicts with the crew and they weren't able to do a new trailer talk for that episode. That was but this then, week actually gone by. wasn't it? Oh, like, right. Yeah. It, it would have been yeah, this yeah. week. Yeah. 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 So we yeah. had an open conversation through the, the social media. They're talking about the history of the Kingsman movies and like our hopes for the new movie. And we kind of had our mm-hmm. own little side dialogue about it. So it's fun. Yeah, getting it's unfortunate. Like we, <laughs> yeah, we just had like scheduling conflicts about that. Like, I definitely wasn't available. It's my dad's birthday on Tuesday, and mm. then I think there were scheduling conflicts with a few of the crew as well, where they were um, on set or producing, or um, Paul was doing work as well. So we were like, "There's just too few of us. Like, there's probably only going to be one or two people available." So we're like, mm-hmm. nah, "Let's just um, move it to next week." So um, yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, we didn't get to do it. But it is kind of nice that, like, in the community of um, that is currently retro replays community that will like obviously convert over to couch soup right we'll get into that later on the show mm-hmm. but um in that place like we can still have that discourse and all of us in the, as the members as the crew mm-hmm. um drew is actively engaging there and is like hey we didn't get to do this but let's all talk about it here like what did you guys think what's your opinion i kind of love that i think that's really nice that's awesome. and i don't think there's a lot of other places on youtube or communities that will do that that will actually engage with community producers sorry show producers or content creators um with their community in something that they were going to shoot you know what i mean yeah yeah and it, it speaks to what social media is actually meant to be used for yeah. right yeah sure. right you know the social aspect the of social media yeah you know it's kind of what it was originally meant to be it's like <laughs> people having conversations when you know in situations where you couldn't usually have conversations but it also I, from my own experience i've seen it and again this speaks to it 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 crosses these borders and oceans because i mean i'm sitting in dublin oh, and yeah. i tweeted a producer in la and it was like yeah let's do this and we recorded an episode a week on a monday night um the four of us like we brought on erica and the four of us got together every Monday night for four weeks in a row. We recorded the episode. Stephanie, with her expert eye and ear, mm-hmm. edited edited it to within an inch of its life and did a phenomenal job. Unreal. Um, like, <laughs> I've been editing and putting together audio-visual stuff for years. And 
when you're doing it for that long, you you can tend to get lost in your own kind of ideas. Mm-hmm. But giving something that you've created off to somebody who's able to do that to the level that Stephanie does it is just so freeing. Yeah. Like the edits will come yeah. in and we get it. We get the notification. Here's the video. Give us your notes. We give the notes and the edits will be like minute, like minute to enough edits, but done so well that it just flows. Mm-hmm. I challenge anyone to look at those episodes and try and find where the joins are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's difficult. It's difficult to find it without an untrained eye. Yeah. So the music, the sh- everything. Oh, the music. She did great yeah. with the music working that so in. So good. I was yeah. going to say there's probably a, maybe I could probably count, not even count on like, I can't even count a full hand of how many times I noticed like a cut in the edit. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I feel like that was a moment where I'm sure in recording the show, there was probably, you know, bits of lulls or conversation that ultimately, you know, got no, it was just my me power just, going me, out. It was, it was just me yeah. going off on tangents and, mm-hmm. you know, Drew farting really loudly and yeah. babies crying and stuff. <laughs> it wasn't like, I mean, I mean, the thing I'll say about this. So when I came in with the, with the idea and we were putting it together and we knew who we wanted and we knew who we wanted involved, mm-hmm. we bandied about a couple of people, but we kind of like, Pagan was like, no, Erica, yeah, Erica. Eric is really good. Let's get her to do this. I'm gonna like, cry. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm not on camera. <laughs> and then we had we had our first kind of like chat on a call and went had our session zero. So within in role play games, yeah, anyone that you know knows how to do them or knows how to play them, you you always have to have a session zero to batter out what your characters are going to be to set the table rules because tables have to be. I don't like using the phrase safe spaces, but they, they have to be places where people are comfortable to, mm-hmm. to play the game and explore yeah. their characters For without sure. any worries, right? Mm-hmm. And it's my job as the GM to kind of ease any worries that they have and answer any questions that they have. Mm. So it's always really important to have a session zero. We yeah. had our session zero. Everyone just immediately clicked. And it was like, right, let's do this. Yeah. And it put every, I think it put everyone at ease. So when we hit the first session, the first encounter, everyone just hit the ground running. And it was brilliant. Mm. there was yeah. no worries as a gm i had zero worries about anyone involved um, like there was nothing everyone knew what they were doing they knew what they wanted to do with the cards we had correspondence back and forth with emails mm. i think eric had mentioned it on on the on this the podcast yeah. that you were on erica like you know i sent away an email this is what i wanted to do yada yada and yeah it, it spoke yeah. to just the quality of the individuals involved and what they wanted to bring to the table mm-hmm. and and obviously the the final product speaks for itself it's you know it was so much fun yeah it's been uh, great. Wayne, i'd like for you to write me like a recommendation letter for like <laughs> anywhere i go <laughs> yeah sure yeah wayne is See, fantastic this, this, gm though like oh my god everything came down to like, you and without you it wouldn't have even have been a thing um mm-hmm. but i don't think it would have been as of as successful of a thing without you being a gm because uh your storytelling skills are just bar none like it's mm. it's incredible and uh, it was like an honor to work with you i guess oh. professionally on <laughs> in a sense here um on on retro replay like for internet content whereas like we've kind of um worked before like we've played before with an rpg in a yeah. private group an irish group that mm-hmm. we have with um tina janine and panda that's what i was going to reference oh. before too where i was telling wayne I, I had heard about his dming gming yeah. skills through you and others yeah because it's amazing yeah. like your to ability <laughs> to like actually create a scene so well that we can visualize it and be in it and like be in the moment and not have to worry about any of that it's mm-hmm. just fantastic so like fucking props to you buddy Very Thank you. No, I mean, in typical irish form i'm gonna take that compliment 
And As just a, probably I just, know. I know, here now, stop. Stop, stop. stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? but, I literally uh, no, I said that to somebody today. Somebody was yeah. like, oh, I think it was like Janine Panna and, um, and uh, sorry, Janine Panna and Tina. They'd said something and I was like, ah, I know, no. And I then they're, I was like, Go you guys on. are the best. And they're like, no, you. And I was like, no, you. Like this Irish thing where we don't ever take compliments. Yeah, we don't. We're no. self-deprecating. We're, so all, we're all, yeah, we can't promote ourselves. We're shit. Um, like gotcha. it's, it's, a, it's a real Irish, Irish thing. I feel like that's a lot it of is, people. No, it's, honest <laughs> to God, we have, we have it down to a fine art. It's mm. one thing that we're very proud of is how self-deprecating we are. So we can destroy <laughs> our own egos very well, perfectly. Um, mm. And it, it is a form. It's like the Irish goodbye. It, the Irish oh, put yeah. down. The Irish self put down is also another thing mm. that we can claim ownership to. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, big time. But uh, no, I do. I appreciate that. And but the thing about it is, and I, any DM the tooling to you know accept that and acknowledge this. It it yes, the DM does a, f- a fair bit of work. But if it isn't for the good players that the DM has, it's not it's not worth shit. Mm. Because a DM could be the best fucking DM in the world, but if the players aren't on the same level or at par with that and able to wax lyrical and improv and do everything, because it is a lot of impro- improvisation on the spot. Yeah. Which a lot of this was like, so the, mm-hmm. the Green Knight book is like super thin. There's like the four encounters where you have the bare minimum and then you fill in everything else. And, and both Pagan and Erica and Drew filled in everything else that I didn't do. So, you know, so Erica as day as, as Daywin and all of Daywin's quirks and, <laughs> and trinkets and trinkets kind of kleptomania and syphilis. That was all pagan. That was oh all pagan. Yeah. So, that whole yeah. syphilis running joke was probably my, my favorite thing. That was so funny. That I did not so mean for that to be like become canon and then like a major plot point. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> it turned <laughs> out to be your wish. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah, it just turned out to be so much more than it probably should have been. <laughs> it's one of those, you make a joke, you're not thinking about it, and then you realize it's funny. So you got to just keep twisting that knife. You just keep yeah. going with it. Yeah. yeah, you just keep, yeah, just keep bringing it up. It's pretty funny. Um, uh, It was good. It was good crack. It was um, good crack. I also wanted to try and give uh, Erica a moment to talk about her involvement and how she got oh. brought into this project. She's a little short on time. So I wanted to give <laughs> yes. you a chance, Erica, Let's to do it. Oh, give us a little background on how you got yeah. into this. Let me move up a couple. I'm sitting on my stairs at the moment. I realize I'm like super <laughs> echoey. There we go. That's better. Um, it, I just, I saw the post on Twitter and like seeing Drew possibly get to, you know, play a game with Wade. I was like, oh, that'd be so cool if they could get together and play like, like so down for this. And so I just commented on it. I was like, this is a great idea, you know, like have fun type thing. And I don't know how much longer later like a week or two pagan listened to me like hey we're thinking about doing the great night you want to join and i in my typical nerd weepy self i was just like yes i would love to (laughs) all excited because i was like i didn't think that i would ever get the chance to like be on retro replay couch soup like have my face there and so like I was, I was so nervous, but also like so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, they think of me as like good enough to be able to be on the show and participate in this sort of thing. And so I was like, I got to bring my A game for like yeah. everything. I want to caveat that by saying that like um, your, your, you had experience with, um, mm-hmm. you know, tabletop RPGs before you have a f- 
freaking podcast <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah, right. that is RPG. Um, okay. So I, f- I feel like you were such um, a-, a natural choice, but I just knew that you would bring all of that experience with you. Um, and that's why, like, we all ultimately decided we're like, yeah, absolutely. Let's reach out to Erica and see if she'd be involved. I think you definitely deserve the lettuce on this one. Well, yeah, 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 yeah the in. Yep. So, yeah, mm-hmm. people should check that out Definitely. straight away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Turn this shit off. Go premiered. listen to the letters in. <laughs> what? It's fantastic. How dare you, Wayne? <laughs> Turn this shit off <laughs> after it's I'm finished. Then yes. go listen to the letters. After, after, after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue, Erica. You're good. And so, like, I just really, I was like, I really need to bring my A game, create somebody that everybody's going to love. And I had just finished watching Silicon Valley. And Big Head was one of my favorite characters. And he just like continually was just like the stupidest dude, but he kept failing upwards. And so I messaged him and I was like, this is the kind of character I want to play. And so he helped me figure out a few things. I missed something on a character sheet, got everything put together and it just kind of slowly started to come to life. And like True's character, I was like, why does, why are you, why? Like, why do you have the least amount of dishonor when you're a coward and like you're failing upwards. I'm like, yes, it's, it's so great. <laughs> and so I had so much fun because normally in some of the, the games that I normally play, I'm more of like a little bit more serious at times. And so with something like this, I kind of, as soon as like the first episode started going and I got a feel for everybody's characters, I was like, okay, I can really bring on the stu- stupidity <laughs> and the, the comedy to this because Trinket's character is just absolutely perfect. And I'm going to piss off Eldor. That was my <laughs> goal. And like going back and like watching, especially the finale and like all the times that I made Wayne break was like my most favorite thing. So like, that's, that's a goal of mine. I, I want to break the GM. I got to break. The city, <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> I, did, I did love the moment where you, it, I, I started laughing and it was too close in the edit yeah. for Stephanie to grab it. And the voice filter was still on. Yeah. So I laughed like the green knight. Yeah. It was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was this weird echoey laughter. Yeah. And it, it was, was just so me bad. laughing. I wasn't, it wasn't like the green knight going, oh, yeah. It was too just good. So you did so yeah. well, like allowing my character to be able to, to be that and being able to play off of these characters. I, I've never played a, an RPG that was as easy to play with, a GM as players in a story as this is probably my number one thing I've ever played in. It's amazing. Yay. Nice. It was awesome. It was good. I loved all all of the times. I loved all the times. Day one was extremely astounded by magic that was not performed by Eldor. (laughs) There's just the best (laughs) moments because it came out visibly see Drew just being like, I do magic all the time. <laughs> that was so, just like, done magic. Like, like oh, such sure a last minute decision too, to where so I'm like, good. I'm like, I'm going to be shocked right here. And I did it. And I was like, well, then I got to keep doing this. You're and like, wow, just, magic is real. And he's like, what the <laughs> fuck, guys? <laughs> like, just comes with the fox. So I'm like, oh, the fox is magical. And he's like, I literally shoot fire out of my hands. And, and David and Trigger are like, they're just fireworks, you know? Yeah. Like, Whatever the firecracker is like. <laughs> That's great. It's just the firecracker. It's one of the greatest so moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. 
And I, I really do. I hope to play with you guys again because that yeah. was one of the that that is exactly how a TTRPG should go. And that's exactly how all players should feel. This is exactly how the DM should feel or GM. This is exactly how it should be. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm studying the avatar player guide now. Nice. That's my boy. Yeah. I think we all we all backed that, didn't we? Everyone in the world I think backed so. that. Kickstarter. Pretty much. Yeah. And they're at like almost nine million dollars. Yeah, their original yeah. goal was what fifty thousand dollars and they yeah, hit nine what? million. Oh my god, really? Nine yeah. million? What yeah, are they, they doing with that money? They broke records with that backer. Like oh, if yeah. it only cost fifty thousand dollars, they just pocket eight hundred and well, they still well, because million? there's that many backers, they also have to produce that yeah. many. Yeah. They have to make oh, all of the stuff. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. They oh, can also that. pump it. Yeah, they'll pump that into marketing for when it it eventually Launches. hits the, the shelves. Like you know. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, um, that's fair. I mean, my hope is that it, and they make it, even it more money. Like, cool. Well, yeah, yeah. And like it is. People are gonna buy that shit. But yeah. I mean, like people will. But it, like that's you're talking like you, it, it takes six months to produce the, the everything. And mm-hmm. then like another two months to, to get everything put out there. So yeah. you're talking middle of next year before it yep. hits people's homes. And then you'll probably the Christmas, maybe the Christmas after that. Yeah. The, yeah. The Christmas 2022, you'll see it maybe in game stores in the US. Okay, um, I found it. it. Won't. Oh, did you? Yeah. It's so it 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 I think it's I, I yeah, it's over. Uh so it fully funded for nine million five hundred and thirty five thousand oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa! What almost BS. ten million dollars? Uh, people really wanted to see right. that, huh? Uh huh. Yeah. Shit! I'm all about it. Okay. I tell you, the Avatar and uh, Air- the Last like, Airbender Korra—they're great. They're fantastic. Just yeah. so great. one really big <laughs> fan that just happens to be rich and like contributed eight million. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was like, I'm eight million on that. I want yeah. that. Yeah. I want it all was of them. Like Shyamalan oh, trying that. to make up for that fucking movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, he right. deserves to. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Nice. That was terrible. We don't acknowledge <laughs> that that movie exists. No, no. Yeah, we don't. I have to acknowledge that, that movie exists production. because I have to argue with people when I say Avatar. I mean the last Airbender. Damn it! <laughs> when, when, yeah, honestly, when that that's was, not the launched, first thing that I hear. Like it's yeah. just yeah, not no, the first when, thing when, that I when that launched. Somebody said, "Oh, have you seen the new Avatar roleplay?" It's like, why the fuck would I want a roleplay game from James Cameron? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Right. And you're like, like oh, Pandora. but they are Pandora. actually making that a video game. Yeah, I want. I can't wait for that. Honestly, I think that looks. I'm, I'm totally gonna play. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm getting this is another conversation. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I the hatred towards James Cameron's avatar is another conversation. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll pull it back in. I want to give a props to Drew because for his yeah. character, for oh Renault, my because gosh. I think I think the rest of the podcast should just be dedicated to Trinket, but uh-huh. for, for, for Eldor. So Drew. Drew Welt went all in. You guys don't know this, right? But Drew went all in on this when he prepped for this thing, right? Aww. He sent me email. I think he sent me about five emails. No way. Kind of going through all the kind of intricacies of Eldor mm. and what he wanted to do with the character. And then the final email he sent me was a list of 20 spells he made oh. up himself mm. that he wanted to put in the character <gasps> sheet on the game. These are spells that are not in the game. He homebrewed them himself. Oh my gosh. They're not, not part of it. He just said, look, are these okay? They're 20 spells that I've created that I researched historically. The ingredients of these spells what? would be of the time, so on and so forth. Oh, so, so all the, of the bits and pieces he oh needed for the spells. All that shit oh, that, like, that, okay, okay. that, that uh, Damon was finding in her. See, no, uh, <laughs> I thought those were all right? just random, like you need this, this, and that, and you just no, made shit up. No, he had, he had a homebrew oh list of everything. Like He went full method on this shit. 
So him turning around saying, I don't, I don't, I don't role play. I don't do that stuff. I don't know. It's not me. It's not me. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. He, so, seriously. Yeah, bullshit. He prepped his hole off. He oh. was, he sent me emails going, right. What about this? What about this? There's this stuff on the character sheet. And then, like I said, it was a 20 spell. I think it was about 20 spells oh that gosh. did a, a plethora of things. Mm-hmm. And he, he didn't get to use, he got to use maybe a handful of them. Like the one where he mm. ate paper. And stuff that was oh one my of god, that was so that good. I am so yeah. impressed. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Now, this like, is Drew the had, behind the scenes story we needed, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, Drew had played RPGs before many moons ago when we when we first had when we had the pitch meeting about it and stuff. He's like, I played RPGs, but I haven't done it in years. It's like, well, cool, it's like riding a bike, you don't forget. It's and true, he didn't. Like, he, like I said, it was literally the I think it was the next day I got the first email going. I was thinking about doing this, this, and this. And I was like, yeah, man, that's cool. Let's go through it and work it out and look at the character sheets and let's look at the thing. And Because that's what we did in session one. I explained all the character sheets that come with the game that mm-hmm. show you how to do all your stats. Yeah, And that's what we were rolling. So when I said, you know, I need your mysticism role during the game, that's one of the stats on the character sheets. But whenever Drew was like, I want to try this spell, um, I'm going to do this. I was like, well, you need ingredients. And he had the list of ingredients he needed. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a component GM. There's some DMs, GMs out there that, depending on the game you're playing, it might have a particular component that you have to do to cast a spell, right? That's in Dungeons and Dragons, you definitely have that. And you have some DMs that like to do that in Dungeons and Dragons. I generally don't. I'm like, look, you're a wizard, cast a fucking spell. Mm. But okay. But Eldor, like Drew, really got into this and wanted to do this. I'm like, dude, go nuts. This is your thing. Go for it. Like, your Eldor is <laughs> your guy. So do whatever you want. And it led to some really interesting moments with Daywin and Trinket and Eldor, as they kind of got their shit together and like, do you have a dragon's tooth or, you know, a unicorn testicle and stuff? I need all this shit. Mm-hmm. So when did we get like... ourselves together? <laughs> <laughs> what, did we play the same game? Yeah. <laughs> We're not according to Eldor, where he's just like, how Poor on Eldor. earth did I get stuck <laughs> with these idiots? <laughs> yeah. That made it so much better for his character to be able to, like, rise above and use all of those spells Mm -hmm. because we didn't have those and it just it made it so much better so much better he was class honestly i actually really enjoyed um drew and eldor and i think like he has often said like even in the live chat last night he was like oh you know um Andalin and Pagan were do- like doing so much character work and everything like that and he's like and I was just me and I was like mm. no you weren't you were fucking Eldor and it was brilliant because like mm. all of the stuff that he says is just not true it's Eldor and he- he's like he's he's so good <laughs> like he was just this constant and I've like keep referring to him like as a steady current throughout the whole thing he was just like this steady like magi fucking sorcerer who was just so fed up with all of our shit but had to use us to get to where he needed to go um i i thought he was great i really enjoyed his character and i loved i just loved how daywin just picked on him without knowing it just like wow <laughs> and it's nice to magic. and he's like wait what <laughs> and it's nice to know too because like his insults were just so on par it was just like so good. The so birds good. he was throwing you in the finale were just the brain. They cells. were such bangers, and I was like, I can't like I can't yeah. even like mad at that. They're just so good. That was good. Uh, Drew, yeah, there was some great character moments. Yeah, Drew likes to do that. I I can still remember when we did the uh, Uncharted playthrough or the multiplayer, and we did we had to play test that in a similar fashion. And the whole time, oh. Drew's sitting there like, I'm not good at this game. I'm not good at this game. Even though him and I were like 
kind of neck and neck when we were like practicing and trying to <laughs> test out the the load on the service mm-hmm. that we were using. And the whole time he's sitting there like, I, I suck at this. I suck at this. Like, who are you trying no, to fool, Drew? Who are you yeah. trying to fool? <laughs> he's a liar. Fucking Drew. <laughs> what a jerk. He's role playing <laughs> us all at all times. Yeah, he's role playing yeah. all the time. Do we even know who the real Drew is? No, we don't. Honestly, yeah, it's it's PJ. It's, so PJ is the real Drew. No, nah, it's, it's like, like it's Piper it's, and a suit. Einhorn is Finkel. It's like it's Brad Pitt. <laughs> it's, it's, Finkel it's Brad Pitt, Ed Norton. It's like it's Tyler Keep Durden and, and Jack. You know, that's the way it works. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Real I quick, love that. Does my audio still sound good? I'm in the car. You see, I'm fine. Yes. yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Ah, so okay. we're talking about trinket now. Is that what's next? Is this what we're doing? Is this, is this how this yeah, goes? It has, to, it has to be. It has to be. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think like like a pagan is probably not going to bring it up by the looks mm. of her. Look at it. She doesn't want to talk about trinket. Oh, <laughs> what? what do you want to know? Yeah, um, like, what I, don't I we did... know about trinket? What don't you know about trinket? She's great. <laughs> um, I, I did actually read, though, like on a comment, I think like on one of the first things. And they were like, oh, my God, they called it after like Critical Role character, how original. Bear. And I was like, I have never seen Critical Role. <laughs> okay, oh, my gosh. Thank you for assuming. And that wow. they somehow <laughs> created the name trinket. Um, not that I doubt their creative prowess at all. I'm just saying like that's it's just it's just a name. Like mm-hmm. I actually didn't get it from that at all. I got it from Russell, um, Russell Brand in The Tempest as Trinculo. Mm. And um, he does a beautiful fucking, you will see how spot on this is. If anybody's listening to this, go look up on YouTube, Russell Brand improv The Tempest. And he's in a room with the director and uh, another actor. And the director is like, so tell me a little bit about tri- uh, Trinculo. So he does. He goes off on this random tangent using these beautiful, long words and syntax that is exactly Shakespearean. Um, It's just beautiful. And the context is correct. Everything he's saying is great. And that's what I based it on. It's like a three minute video. Like, go watch it. That's exactly Trinket's character. I ripped Russell Brand and put it in this and Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Obviously. I, oh man, I I caught on to the Jack Sparrow. Part I was going to say, I definitely got the Jack Sparrow beautiful. vibes. Yeah, and I mean, like, whatever. It's D and D. There's always I mean, going to be a little bit of that, no matter what. When you're role playing, you're going to take inspiration in some way. Who doesn't do that? Of course, like, who doesn't you know, do that? Who doesn't? I I I'm playing. I'm I, I am very lucky to be playing in two separate games as a player at the moment with two very good DMs. The only two games that I'm playing as a player. Amongst the eight other games that I'm DMing, <laughs> but these two other characters I'm playing, um, one is a is a unique character that I've built, but one of them is basically Keanu Reeves from Point Break in D and D. Is actually the, the town he is from is called Point Break. He is a surfer kind of <laughs> dude who is that's like incredible. a bard on the road, and it. it's like, but he like that's where else do you get stuff from? But, mm. but take it from you know, that's a, as a creator, as mm-hmm. if you're creating anything. You need to consume to create, mm-hmm. and, and 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 Pagan just showed how pretentious she is because she took it from Shakespeare <laughs> and not Critical Role. I did. You know? I literally yeah. was like, people were like, no, fucking Critical Role, and I was like, ah, Shakespeare, like William Shakespeare, Trinculo, the the ten- just go. Look. He's you, like a you mean he's Shakespeare. A- Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare. Um, Shakespeare, darling. Um, <laughs> you know, he's a fucking well, he's not a bard, but he's a jester, right? Which might as well be a bard. Yeah. Um, he's a court jester. 
And that's mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> like my character. Um, and I so wanted to comment on that. Maybe I still will. Did but anyway, syphilis? if that person ever listens to it, huh? Did they have syphilis? <laughs> no, no. The syphilis thing was Look, just if a fucking gonna spur of the moment. Syphilis, it's, it's going to be Russell Brand. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm old enough now and long enough in the tooth that if anyone decides to hate on something you're doing, it means you're doing a good fucking job. Right. Ah. Because for somebody to waste oh, the energy that. hating on something, that's fair. I'd be sitting there going, fuck it, great. Somebody yeah. didn't like something I did yeah. for the 10 other people that loved it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. True. Like, yeah, fuck true. the haters. It's, there's no point yeah. in wasting your energy on, on their energy that they're throwing at you because yeah. they have more issues than you do. I'd love to quickly shout out Pagan too, because during the live stream, there were a couple of people that were like, oh, this is crap. Who wants oh. to listen to this? <laughs> and just like your comments and the way that like, I would have so angrily responded, but you were just so calm and like, hey, She's not had a lot everything of is for them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And you're just like, not everything is for everybody. You know, we'd love for you to check back in. And the person was like, I'm so sorry. I was, I was rude. I'll mm-hmm. check back in. And some other things I was like, I was like, wow, that was it's so great. This guy, I like, awesome. I, like, I don't think you were there, Dan, but basically this guy started uh, at the very, very beginning of the episode, the very, fina- like the final episode. Um, and was just basically like, no one cares for this content. It mm. doesn't work, period. And I was like, that's okay. This content's good enough for you, but thanks for checking in anyway. And thanks for your support of the channel. Like, yeah. take care. And then they changed their mind. By the end mm. of the episode, they were like, I'm going to go back and watch the rest of these. And I'll give it a like anyway. And I was like, thanks. Great. <laughs> I was like, Great. That's what brilliant. like 10 years of customer service would do to you, friends. <laughs> like yeah. 10 years of customer service real, is though. just taking an insult and being like, thank you so much for your feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. It's clear enough for you. There's plenty of other content on the internet. Go enjoy. Right. Um, yeah. So anyway, but like, I mean, my character, it was just, it was based on a Shakespearean jester, um, Russell Brand, Jack Sparrow, some fucking great, like, Keith Richards, like, come on. Um, there's yeah, just some, the, the you made like, it your own. You absolutely. made that character your own. For sure. And I think, like, you have to in, in, input a little bit of yourself in yeah. there or, like, a, a comedic side of you. And I do like trying to, um, uh, like, fill the air with something, something bouncy and, uh, and, and good that makes people laugh and stuff like that. And I think that's maybe just a natural trait that I have. I like to be the class clown. I was always the class clown in school. So um, mm-hmm. I... I started it as Trinculo from The Tempest and ended up as Trinket by yeah. Pagan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the syphilis thing was just a, a one-off <laughs> joke that was hilarious, so we had to continue it. It was just, it was just fucking dead funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, it ended up being like your wish at the finale. That's how like integral that so became great. to the story. So so great. And what was <laughs> what was even what was so good though was that. Um, I rolled a 17 and I had a plus persuade a plus charm, which is two, and plus persuasion, which is two. Um, and I, I don't know about DD, so I just rolled it. And then he's like, Wait, don't you have an, a, an addition on this? And I'm like, Yeah, I do. I have plus two and plus two, so I guess it's 20, whatever it was. And you're like, Oh, like, thank goodness, because you would have died. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you would have just straight up died. And then we only kind of found out that later. And I was like, Oh. Maybe that's that should have been what happened. Maybe that would have been like a more epic death. And then I thought, nah, the cure for syphilis thing is too good. <laughs> it's just oh, the, the dice how did that become a plot point? Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it, it. The thing about it is, is that the way you would play it, 
there was no way if I had if I had turned around and went right okay drink is dead yeah can you imagine what the chat would have been like if I had done that <laughs> you know, I don't know it could have been like an epic quit. death like one out of three would have died I thought people like, would have cried yeah I mean honestly like when I mean, people goals, already thought that day one was gonna die yeah and they yeah. were all freaking out and I'm like imagine if you killed their favorite <laughs> <laughs> sort of in tears <laughs> I don't think so. But I just think that I, it, it was, it, I have, I, since the first episode, I was like, I'm going to try and get so close to that 20 dishonor. It's going to be scary. Like, I just have to do it. Like, I, I just think it would suit the character. There's no point in yeah. trying to those act are, all noble. Like, those are the kind of like those fun decisions, too, especially like yeah. in, a, in a similar sense of like when I play an RPG game that allows you to play good or bad, I generally will try to play bad just to see what will happen. Yeah. Because I want to see something different. Throw some spice in. You know? yeah, 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 exactly. Throw change it up a bit. And I yeah. I want to take a minute to also double back on what you were saying about playing the character. And even, you know, Wayne, they're talking about like portraying a Keanu Reeves. That's something that's unique to an experience like this. As much like acting, doing improv. You embody a character and it evolves and grows in your mind. You might start off of, I'm just going to impersonate John Wayne or something. And then yeah. that turns into your own version of that character yeah. and you have so much fun mm-hmm. doing it. You stop mm-hmm. even thinking about it. Yeah. And that's what Nolan said as well. That's like, that's yeah. what Nolan is preaching yep. about how to create a unique character is like start off with a really bad impression and then just go yeah. from there. And that's your unique character. And I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and I, like, I, I can't even <laughs> tell you how nervous I was and how much that I was like, I really don't want to do this, this show. Like, I swear, I, like when Wayne asked me, I was like, Oh yeah, Absolutely. But inside, I was like, fuck no, Um, because I don't (laughs) like improv. I hate improv. And Mm. I have always like I've tried to be better at improv. I joined an improv group in in college and I wasn't that great. And I was like, fuck, I I hate improv so so much. much (laughs) I see. I just suck at it. And I like freak out. And I had bad experiences in college where it's just like, you know, jokes don't land. Like they Mm. don't get the references. Like I was making Skyrim references and shit. Nobody was getting it. I I only like make it like secondhand. (laughs) What shitty college do you go to? Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, Those guys. They were like a stuffy theater college. Like, yeah. I made an arrow to the knee, um, basic like joke and nobody got it. And I was like, Oh my God. And it's horrible in improv where if you have, if you're on this like improv team, I don't know if anybody knows this. If your if your joke doesn't land, the improv section keeps going until a laugh is made, and then there's like a whistle, and then you know characters change over, people come up, change over. Mm-hmm. That was my joke. That was the crux of this whole thing. And then I was like, I can't, I can't continue with Skyrim references now. Yeah. Because nobody got the first fucking reference, and nobody's gonna get the second, so I'm never gonna get a laugh. And eventually, I think it actually died like the the scene fell flat and the whistle was blown mm. anyway because it was just not going anywhere and it's fine that happens in improv but i just suck at it so secretly <laughs> when i said yes i was like oh fuck um but i'm super glad that i did it because i really enjoyed it and it's made me really like improv again yeah. and this was so much fun and i've i haven't nice. with the rpg games that we're playing with wayne uh, you know in our irish group I, we never really like play in character and character, like not to this extent. Okay. So this was completely new for me and like um, a whole new comfort, like discomfort zone. So, yeah. I, so I'm good. glad it went well, essentially. I don't know, I'm just glad it went well. And it's great. I think, so I think if we went back to that group now, Fagan, I think you, I don't know whether <laughs> you would play it a bit differently. I think I because would, yeah. I think when I... When I DM any session, I'm always doing the wacky voices and the kind of the mannerisms and shit. Um, and I learned that over the years. I didn't didn't just all of a sudden, you know, 
come fully formed as a DM. You have to learn that shit. Mm. And the improv stuff comes with time as well. Mm. Um, thinking on your feet, you learn like, and there's no better place to learn than RPGs because your players control you mm. one hell of a curveball. Yeah. Um, like, like the, the shit you have to come up with to to sidestep any weirdness that they throw at you. Um, it happened in this. It happened yeah. in this oh, game yeah. where I was stuff was thrown at me. Like Daywin did it in the first episode. <laughs> Talking to the to the yeah, um, talking to the, the to the bandits on the road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. yeah. Uh, Bob, uh, Bob, can you just? Oh, you can't. You 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 can't read. Okay, uh, Jeff, <laughs> can you make the sign? I was like, that's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love like all that. That's so good. You know, and like, but it's it, it bolsters everyone because you start buzzing off each other. And, and like, Megan, yeah. you can speak to this. That's what improv does. Yeah, that's the point of it. Is that you buzz off the other yes, people and, doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, it, like, I think that's. Yeah. I think it works that way. It was mm-hmm. good. It, I think it worked well. I think as a project, everybody worked well. The characters all worked well together. Us as uh, performers, uh, D- DM and characters, uh, play role players. I just thought it, it worked really well. This was like such an off the cuff. Maybe this will work, and it did. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, this was this was great. Like yeah. so good. And you know, um, we're getting over a thousand views on each episode. The first episode has over 130 likes. Like for a community based project, yes, that's great. I was gonna say like the community has been so supportive of this project and of community based content and mm. it's it's meant so much to me personally and I'm sure everybody else here to see everybody in the live chats to be excited to talk about characters um that we've worked hard on and that like we've improved and we we've put our heart on our sleeves, you know, and it was really nice to see a good reception. Sure, there was also a bad reception. Some people just don't enjoy that type of content and that's okay. You do not have to like everything mm-hmm. that's going to be on Couch Soup, okay? I'm just putting this out there right now. If this <laughs> is his podcast, that is fine. Maybe don't use the dislike button, but if you want to, that's fine. Um, I just think that like there's, there's content for everybody and if this particular content wasn't for you, then it wasn't for you. Mm. Um, but we're will... so glad that if it was, thanks. <laughs> I want to say that if nothing else, it's really sparked my own personal drive to want to do more of this stuff, especially because, like I said, I love improv. You might not know that looking at me, but I think that <laughs> the dynamic there is because I'm normally so low key that improv gives me the opportunity to push myself and go to that extreme because I have to sometimes with how kind of subtle the majority of my body language and my way of speaking tends to be. And improv is the way for me to like, go beyond that and be animated and be out there and silly and goofy. And that's how I was as a kid. And it's like it's something that's just so much fun for me. And so now I'm all like gung ho and excited. Like I, I really want to dive head first into doing some tabletop RPGing or D and D or something in that vein. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I did. I did notice that in the quick. comments. Oh yeah. I'm going to get going. My inter- okay. my connection's also getting a little bit choppy. I was going to ask if Erica's got to go. <laughs> no problem, Erica. Yeah. Thank okay. you so much for joining us. Of Thank course. You, Thanks for ha- being okay with me just like calling from my car. It's <laughs> all good. All good. Right. Enjoy your movie. Enjoy I will. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. I'm all set. Sorry. Where were we on our, our topic of conversation? I, I had just said that I'd noticed in the, I was the thing, the thing I noticed in the comments. Oh yeah. Go yep. ahead. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I had noticed in the comments, like talking to Dan saying like, you know, you're you're kind of wanting to get into it and the improv side of things and the RPG thing. You, I can't help but notice that even in the chat and on the comments afterwards, like Luis and a few others had said like, mm-hmm. I hadn't, I was thinking about RPGs, but now I'm going to get into them and I'm going to start doing them or I'm about to get into them. And it's, 
that type of shit is that's that kind of I sitting there as a GM. It's kind of like yes, yeah. It's like it's like <laughs> another one is joining the commune. Yeah. So it's it's fantastic to see because it means that there was enjoyment in what they saw, mm-hmm. so therefore they want to do something like that, and it it pushes people to do it, and it's brilliant. It's oh, yeah. fucking brilliant. I love it. And I think like similarly, there was loads of people in the comments being like, I don't actually watch these things, but then I watched mm. your your episode and I love it. I love your content. So mm. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I mean, I I particularly wouldn't be able to watch a lot of D&D, like, like stuff like Critical Role, right? I've actually yeah. never seen Critical Role. I think I've seen the first 20 minutes of the very first episode on YouTube, right? Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what D&D is. Yeah. I just didn't have the four hours or the three and a half hours per episode to actually dedicate to watching that's, that. That's the problem with D&D is it's so, so long. long. It's incredibly yeah. long. So I was like, okay, well, this is, this is really cool. And I can totally see how there is a massive fan base for this because it's really interesting. But I personally just don't have the time to watch it. But I loved that people were coming onto our show and, and you mm-hmm. know, commenting and being like, I don't actually watch this content, but then I watched yours. And, you know, they're, they're small enough bite sizes. They're just over an hour and a half or just under an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and they're like edible chunks. The same of like Stuff of Legends um, on Joven Shire's podcast, um, the yeah. RPG uh, podcast that he did. That, or, oh, did you check his sorry, out yet? YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I loved okay. it. Because I, I was fantastic. shouting it out recently and saying that yes. it's pretty fun and it's worth watching. And he keeps those episodes really short, like 30 minutes or yeah. so. Yeah. And I just think that's genius. And then like coming in and replaying those scenarios as puppets and stuff like that. It's just, yeah. it's, it's pretty glorious. Like, like the, when I first heard about it, I was like puppets really. And then once you see it, you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. I, I don't even know why I questioned it. I was the exact same because I was like, uh, what? Because I thought that they were going to be like, I thought it was all going to start with puppets. It's not just that they're recreating the episode, yeah. I guess, with I puppets. The, the whole thing was going to be puppets from the start same. to finish. Like, yeah. Same. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, this is weird. But where they've moved it to, I, I love what they did with that. So, you know, yeah. big props to that. So it's those kind of things like short form D&D or short form RPG games. Yeah. I just think mm. there I think there could be a massive place for that on the Internet. And I'm sure there is um, as well as there is with long form, obviously, with Critical Role, right? Because they're doing four yeah. hours episodes. Sure. Um, but I just I, I thought that was really cool. I thought people who were into it. We're really into it. People mm. who didn't think they would be, were still into it. And then some people who just weren't into it left a comment <laughs> said, I'm not interested in this content and moved on. I'm like, great. That's no problem. Like, it's so okay sure, yeah. to not be into this content. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Because here's something now leading into what we're about to talk about. I would yes. say this is the first real community-driven project that Retro Replay has supported and helped produce and create. Um, and that it's fairly successful. I think it's been doing pretty well. It was pretty, you know, really fun to watch. And I think that's going to open the door for what is the future of what is now couch soup. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyone who didn't pick it up, I don't know why you wouldn't have, but uh, last week in the last couple of days, uh, retro replay announced that they're kind of rebranding um, to couch soup mm-hmm. retro replay as a channel will stay. It'll still be retro replay on YouTube but now they're going to relaunch the website and further content produced as couch soup. And I think now with that, there's going to be more and more community driven content, much like this green Knight RPG series. So hopefully this is only just the start of all more good things to come. I actually think maybe Drew can correct us on this. I actually think the YouTube channel will also change name. I believe you're right. Cause I did see they changed the banner on retro replay to couch soup already. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, and yeah. social media has changed as well. Has Twitter is now yeah. Couch Soup, former formerly Retro okay, Replay. So Retro Replay actual... as a show will yes. stay Retro Replay. Everything else is being rebranded to Couch Soup, so I stand corrected. Thank you. Yeah, so essentially what is happening is they're um, they're ending Retro Replay, quote-unquote, as you know it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. The regular Thursday episodes with Nolan and a guest or where it was originally Nolan and Troy every Thursday – those are coming to a close and mm. um, that's just to do with time. It's like uh, time zones, moving locations, that yeah. kind of thing. And you can There's watch that like, last episode to really get all that. Yeah, exactly. And we that. can link all of that in, in the comments as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that is transitioning over into couch soup. So I guess any form of content now pretty much going forward is going to be considered couch soup content. So that's incre- including trailer talk. Now we're going to be like, right. moving over that as well. Um, as well as us, the podcast is going to be Couch yeah. Soup. We're going to yeah, be now everything. a Couch Soup podcast instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to we, we might have to rebrand, folks. So like, bear Maybe. with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So this is it, this is a really interesting time, and I just want to say that there has been a lot of pushback, and they're like, okay, well, this channel isn't what it is. Like, it wasn't. It isn't what it was, and blah 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 about yeah. Troy and Nolan. Yes, we know. Like. <laughs> I, I don't know why people have put this on the internet, like whatever it's the internet being the internet, but I'm this just going like, to turn into a pagan tangent. Pagan rant. <laughs> I just think like, like I get so defensive about retro replay and the crew for obvious reasons, but yeah. I just feel like when people put it on the internet as if retro replay don't know is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. I'm sorry. Like, basically go fuck yourselves <laughs> they're just like oh this show isn't what it used to be with troy and nolan no fucking shit folks like it's like, not what it duh. used to be no <laughs> it isn't and it isn't like it really wasn't their choice i guess to go in this direction but ultimately to turn this over to a community to give community members like us like wayne like me like you like everybody listen to this podcast right now a chance to pitch to work with emmy nominated and emmy award-winning producers mm-hmm. um, yeah. and have access to that level of knowledge content creation possibly even advice from stephanie and paul who are industry professionals and then a platform with over two hundred thousand subs currently right Mm -hmm. to give you that opportunity and for you to just be like now this isn't what i wanted this isn't the content that i want that's okay that's no problem you can have the same response as you had to that person show yourself up (laughs) yeah like i'm just kind of like that's okay you don't have to like this content Take care. You can love the content that it was. You can go back and rewatch all of the old episodes. Cool. Good news for you. But for those who want to stick around and have actually a chance to produce and make their own content and get this level of advice and experience behind them and support, we're looking forward to working with you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, I know I've said this already, but I've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, in Ireland... I worked locally with a lot of conventions. I've produced content locally and on the internet for over a decade. Doing it with my friends, my colleagues, and myself, I produce podcasts, RPGs, celebrity interviews, um, and I've I'm also co-founded and running a comic book label in Ireland. When Drew and PJ said that they were doing this, it blew my fucking mind. Yeah, because just like Pagan just said. They are literally offering people a platform. Yeah. And that does not happen on the internet, in Hollywood, anywhere, just for people in the know-how with the knowledge that they have, with the abilities that they have Mm -hmm. to come and say, come on, 
we're going to do stuff and you're going to do it with us. We're going to boost you up mm-hmm. yeah. and show you off to everyone. Like, I, like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. The audience that we hit with the green night mm-hmm. was impressive. Yeah. I've seen audiences fluctuate over the years and everything I've done. And when the numbers, the numbers are coming in for the, the green night RPG, I was like, wow, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reaching an audience with this that I wouldn't have reached with my usual shit because I don't have this platform that these guys have built. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not so much that you're riding coattails. They're willing to show you how to do this. Right. They are going to advise you. They're going to like, it's not like you're just all of a sudden deciding, you know what? I'm going to start a Twitch channel with my 12 followers. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Pagan said, you've got 200, I think it's 265,000 subscribers subs at the on moment. YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So potentially you have that amount of people looking at your stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. How is that a bad thing? Yeah. yeah. I don't see any negativity here. I don't see, understand it. The only time I see negativity is when people are feeling bitter about something that happened yeah. two years ago now. And I think uh, like on your point about Twitch, there was somebody in the chat and being like, okay, well, that's what Twitch is for. As if to be like content creators, go and like put yourself on a platform and make content. And I had this big thing typed out and I was going to like rage full at them. And then I was like, you know what? Forget it. Cause this person's just never going oh, yeah. to the, get it. That's what a because troll is. They're only they're just, there to yeah, sap you of your energy and your creativity. Yeah. They're just like, Oh, well that's what Twitch is for. I mean, correct. You're if right. That's, Twitch if that's is their there. mindset, that's they're stuck. They're limited to that right. tiny little perspective that they have. Exactly. And they're never going to change. So it's like, okay, well then take care. But it's just, they were saying that like it, Twitch is there for you to grow your content or to like to make content, but on the internet, that's fine. If you want to do live streams, firstly, not everybody wants to do that. Yeah. And secondly, Twitch is extremely overpopulated, extremely oh, yeah. overpopulated. The now same way YouTube is. The hate and raids this channel, too. Like the exactly. hate raids on Twitch is getting out of control. Like Exactly. And you know what? Look, Twitch are working <laughs> on that. And I know there's a lot of people against and uh, whatever about Twitch, but like I, I do actually genuinely think they are working on something for that. They just oh, can't yeah. say what that is. Um, but I, I, like my, my point here is that Twitch is a great platform if you want to build your community, but it could take years. Mm. Whereas yep. Retro Replay yeah. are offering you the opportunity within months to pitch a con- pitch a content idea, run your content through, like make it, send them the example, see how they can improve that for you with industry advice. So PJ Drew, Stephanie Paul, will all take a listen or a watch or whatever it is, and then you can launch it on the on their platform with two hundred thousand subscribers. If four thousand people watch your video and two thousand people like it and they're on there, that's like instant quote unquote success for you as a content creator. Because if mm-hmm. you'd done the same thing on Twitch or on your own YouTube, you might have had 40 views and six likes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh, it's like, I can yeah. <laughs> I can speak from experience it. from dealing with Drew and with mm. Pagan and with Stephanie. There is zero ego involved. Yeah. Zero. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There is no ego involved. These are professional people. This is I've their gotten, job. I've gotten advice from all of them as well when it comes to how we would do the podcast, yeah. how I edit it, how I do the audio. Yeah. I've gotten advice and help from all of them. Just here, we'll help you out. And it's like you yeah, said, like, I mean, zero the characteristics ego. that you see for the fun of it on the, what streams they do where PJ is ripping into Drew and yeah. that's banter. That's friends being mm. friends with each other and having fun mm-hmm. when it comes to professional side of things, having personally dealt with that zero ego. And that is extremely rare in this industry entertainment, mm. be it producers. And it's, it's, it's unheard of. I want to, you know, sorry, yeah. right, Wayne. It's just fucking nuts. I I just don't see a downside to this. If you have something that you want to put out there as a creator, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like most people that are wanting to get into it, like, yeah, look at everyone that's trying to get onto Twitch. Look at everyone that's trying to create a YouTube channel. It's, it's insanely flooded. Yeah. Right. Unbelievably saturated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is the pre-built platform. Yes. And they're willing to give it to you. Yeah. And say, let's do this, well, this together. I wanted to say this goes back yeah. to when they were launching the website initially too. And, um, you know, this goes back to, we've done podcasts about this. And when like, I kind of helped with the establishing, we got, you know, Brandy and Stephanie curating the planning and we were bringing in people in the community. And Drew reached out that tweet that from, you know, January of 2020, I think, Oh yeah, you yeah. know, looking for creators, looking for writers, looking for any content creators whatsoever. Yeah. And it started there and they started bringing in people like, okay, who's got ideas? Who do we want to try and work yeah. with? And since then, the website's been an ongoing thing where people are, you know, coming up with ideas. They're getting the freedom to write the things that they're passionate about. And Drew loves that. Drew's all about passion and writing about stuff that you care about. Mm -hmm. And now that's evolving from just writing to full-on shows, podcasts, you know, programming, anything and everything it could possibly be now that they're rebranding and relaunching the site in this way. Yeah. Like they, we have a, an, inter, an incredibly talented community. Like we have met so many people here on the repair podcast mm-hmm. that are wonderful artists, singers, uh, songwriters, content creators of their own right on YouTube and on Twitch. And like to get to, to give that opportunity, like, I don't want to like use this <laughs> stupid quote of like back to the people, but you know what I mean? Like Ooh. all of these people have invested their time and or money into the show. Mm. And now retro replay is like, yeah, let me pay it forward. Come on, the sh- like whatever you got, pitch it. Right. Like let's like let's all be clear here. You can pitch a show, and they will turn it down if it's shit. Like let me like let's all just be really fucking upfront <laughs> yeah. here because so they're cool not going to put- <laughs> Yeah, if you pitch a show and it's shit. We're not going to say we're going to say no, of course. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of like they're not going to just put anything on their channel. Of course, they're going to cu- help curate content like authentic and unfiltered pop culture. Right. That is what TechSoup yeah. is going to be about. And I feel like. um that just means that there's going to be quality content on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that if something doesn't work, then it just doesn't work. You're going to get yeah. industry and feedback they're, they're and gonna... you're going to, yeah, you're going to get like stuff to work on and then move on with that or maybe create a different idea, but keep that idea in mind and do something else. Like this is just a great opportunity for everybody. And yes, of course, it's not retro replay content. Like it's not the same Thursday episodes. No one is saying <laughs> it is. It is completely transitioning and evolving from that. And yeah. that's, okay oh of course i'm gonna is. pitch a show called uh, replay retro which is a completely different replay thing. retro is yeah uh, it's a good one it's very different very different how about it's a show travis <laughs> willingham and matt mercer on the couch and uh yeah. <laughs> they're gonna play pretty much how about everything Funny old enough, is they, new they again? actually have that show on critical role they have Amazing. travis willingham and they used to have uh, brian w foster sitting on a couch playing video games so <laughs> <laughs> it, was the, it, was, it was Travis Williams. Right. Uh, I think it was Yeehaw Game Ranch or something. What it was called. And it Amazing. was fun, but it was similar. Great. But there's a million and one of those shows out there. Yeah, of course there is. Game Grumps. The thing about this is that if you have something that's different and interesting, be it a podcast or a, a book or a, a, a web comic or anything, a fucking mm. you know, a, a, a video series that you want to produce, short, like even in short bites. Yeah. Like something that's like a, a 15 minute blurb about the latest, you know x-men comic that's come out like x-men review comics or yeah. something like that like you can pitch it fucking put it together in yeah. a pitch deck and send it like you know yeah and see what happens you they think about it is i think i think it's i think they said it i can't remember they, and this is not verbatim like but when they were talking about it in the in the, the, the live chat and the, the announcement yesterday 
like yeah they're working with they worked with nolan north they worked with troy baker mm -hmm. and they want to use the community and it's going to be a point where yeah these people go well these these aren't famous people no they're not now no. oh yeah but what if you create a show that gets like five thousand views every week right we, neither, neither well was jacksepticeye you know what i mean like no no one knew who sean mclaughlin was eight years ago yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. when he started his YouTube channel, I presume it's eight years ago. Don't come at me, Jack. Jack's a big <laughs> fans. Um, but do you know what I mean? Same with like, um, uh, like Alana Pierce. Alana Pierce started writing way back in the day for like a whole bunch of articles. And then I started making content on YouTube, I think almost 10 years ago. Again, don't yeah. come at me, Pierce fans. She was um, an IGN uh, editor yeah. and writer for the longest time before she ever went to like yeah. doing IGN and and before that, opinion. like she was, she was working for a whole bunch of like places in Australia, and then came over mm -hmm. and she was working on for a whole bunch of stuff in LA before she even went to IGN. She so, yeah. she started as a, a GameStop employee back right. in Sydney. Was it she's from this? Yeah, um, the uh, Brisbane. Okay, don't quote me. Australia, <laughs> don't quote me. Australia, <laughs> um, but so was Valkyrie. Right, Valkyrie yeah. started as a GameStop employee and started posting stuff on Instagram and then started streaming on Twitch and like is now this massive thing. Same with Pokemon. None of these people were famous. Like none of these people started yeah. famous. Of course they didn't. Nobody starts it's famous. Just content, yeah. So can you imagine if Wayne started pitching content right now and started making content six years down the line, Wayne could be Jacksepticeye level famous. You don't know, but yeah. this is a I'd great be, opportunity. Probably be, I'm, probably, I'm old. I'll probably be dead. Uh, I, won't, <laughs> I won't make it that far. I hope um, not. I hope not. No. I mean, like I said, I have been doing this for a long time here. But yeah. I mean, there's been like, and I've reached certain places. Yeah. But you know, a, you know, a big comet has broken Belgium. Like it's, 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 you know, it's that type of thing, you know. But it's yeah. who cares if you if you like who make cares? your content, see what happens. Yeah. Fucking roll the I honestly yeah. don't care so much about being famous. It's just having fun making the content that I want to make. Make and if retro oh, sure. replays like now yeah. couch soup gives me that opportunity. I'm not going to say no. I think, I think the most valuable piece of it, like, I mean, yeah, people can use it, use it as that. Cause like you said, like it's a platform that's got 260,000 uh, subscribers, right. And you're not going to put out content on retro replay for like not to reach that number. Otherwise you could have just put mm. that up on your YouTube channel, right? Like you can put that up on your own YouTube channel and like have 40 views and have fun making content. But what I'm saying is I think the most valuable thing here is their advice, their experience, oh, absolutely. their like level-headedness about your content, your pitch, how to pitch ideas. Like you could take that to any Hollywood studio. If you've got a script and then you could learn how to pitch an idea to a studio production studio, pitch it to <laughs> Red Boy first, obviously. Right? Um, yeah. But then uh, like go out and like pitch it to other places and like Netflix and Amazon and Prime, whatever. Mm. This is such a great wealth of knowledge that they're just offering on tap for anybody. I am. Um, I'm so fucking like, I'm so passionate about this. And I'm like, so enraged by people who are just crawling out of the woodwork to shit on a channel. They haven't watched in over a year because they're like, eh, it's not, not nothing. Troy Baker. I've, no I've shit, seen enough folks. comments of people like responding to the fact that retro replay is ending. And they're like, I haven't watched the show since Troy left, but this is sad that the channel's ending. Like, but you haven't watched it since Troy left. I know that's, I know <laughs> I get like, I get a little, I get a little unfiltered here. Like I can get really angry at these people because I'm like, just stop, like stop <laughs> wasting your energy, spreading negativity on a channel you have literally not supported in over a year, possibly more, especially people who are like, oh, I, I was, I'm not paying for, for this content. No, you haven't paid for like two years. You've stopped supporting the show, which is very clear. And that is fine. That is okay. But like, why are you bringing this up now? Two years <laughs> later, like. You don't support the channel. That's okay. Like that's cool. 
there's the door. Team America, like, hey, there's the door. Thank you. And <laughs> just walk away. Um, I just, I get really fucking defensive. I was so close to like losing my shit <laughs> in that chat. Well, like, I think we're just about out of time then, P. Okay, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I know you've got sorry. a lot of salt. Lots of salt. Megan's feed just gets caught. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, do that. That's fucking funny. Do that shit. <laughs> like while I'm mid rant, just be like, uh, rant continues for 45 minutes or something. Just cut that out. I'll just put um, in some random beliefs and things in there. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that one episode where Trevor's just like, just on a random like tangent and they just bleeped everything out. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Um, Anywho. <laughs> positively, I would like to end on a positive note and I'm very positive. happy about uh, Couch Soup and where it's going. And I'm so mm-hmm. excited to see what creators will be coming up with from our community because we Let's have some really RPGs. talented people here. Yeah. yeah it, we, we haven't announced it yet, but it's literally going to be the Green Knight universe. It's just going to be that uh, with multiple offshoots yeah. of different shows. Mm-hmm. That's all mm-hmm. it's going to be. That's all Couch Soup is going to be. That's all Couch really Soup is, it, actually. All it, is. it should be called yeah. the Green Knight Couch Soup, but it was too long. So we just shortened it. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Just the yeah. Green Knight channel. <laughs> Anyways, welcome uh, to the Green Knight channel. You got your voice filter? (laughs) Yeah, where's the voice filter? Dang it. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the Green Knight channel. (laughs) All right, folks. Uh, I think it's about time we end this shit show. Mm -hmm. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, It posts like, not fucking, I'm not sorry. I'm just passionate, okay? I'm just fucking passionate. (laughs) Anywho. Uh, this is your time, which now we just have uh, Wayne left here. But everybody's talked about their projects. Erica got a chance to mention her podcast, The Let Us In. So I'll promote mm-hmm. that for her again. Go check that out on any podcast streaming services. The Let Us In, like the vegetable. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Onda Win's um, Twitter is at Onda Win. Yes. Or Onda Win Gaming. Is... If you search that as well, we can leave all mm-hmm. of those links for you in the comments. Yes. And uh, I know, Wayne, you've also mentioned some of your stuff, but go ahead and tell us again. Yes, um, I am the DM for the Irish podcast plays Dungeons and Dragons. You may find us on YouTube and on the Twitter yes. and Facebook. <laughs> um, I'm also one of the uh, um, kind of people at Rogue Comics, um, roguecomicsireland.com, uh, where you can find all of our comic books, artwork, um, so on and so forth. You can find me on Twitter at, at Wayne Talbot. That's it, full, all one word, mm-hmm. um, where you can see all my shenanigans up there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can also check out the Green Hide RPG on Retro Replay slash Couch Soup. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Links below, links below. Mm. All of the links. Pagan. All the links. At Pagan Plays on Twitter, at Pagan underscore plays on Instagram and Twitch. Perfect. And of course, I am Stark Evil Vash, Dan Morris. You can find me on any platform at Stark Evil Vash. I'm on Twitter at Stark Evash. Um, we usually say the whole thing about retro replay memberships, which I think still holds for now. I know they were encouraging everyone yeah. to maintain. If you have a membership, hang on to it for right now. They're going to mm-hmm. transition some stuff. So if you have questions, you can email members at retro replay show.com. Um, um, just quickly on that, any sure. membership benefits that haven't been fulfilled, we're still working on those. So just mm-hmm. bear with us. Um, but if there is something that you are concerned about that you haven't had, or you haven't had anything fulfilled, for example, if you've been a member for like 16 or 17 months and you still haven't had the pin, we've definitely mm-hmm. sent you one. So it could be lost in the post. So if you could just send an email to members at retroreplayshow.com with any membership perks that you have, that you're concerned about right now, um, you please do so. We'll her. get back to you in a couple of days and absolutely we, we will sort that out for you. Perfect. And um, you can also find me on Deadpan Network or Deadpan Gaming on YouTube. That's where we're also making some fun, interesting content all the time, working on new stuff all the time. 
Um, and I write for the retro replay show slash <laughs> couch soup couch website. Soup. <laughs> um, so that's where you can also find my content. And I'm definitely looking to playing some RPGs in the near future. Nice. This folks has been the couch super podcast. The, oh, the, yeah, the actually, super, I was going to podcast. Have, have, a, have a couch crouton. <laughs> couch croutons. That is genius. The croutons. That's genius. Couch I actually croutons. do think um, the couch soup Facebook page have um, uh, the community has started calling themselves spuddies. Yeah. Because uh, the couch <laughs> potatoes. Yeah. That's nice. uh, I, like I know that. PJ says something about Spuddies or yeah. potatoes. And Maria, Maria as well. Um, um, so Spuddy seems to be the way we're going. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, thank you all our visual listeners and game over. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> as visual listeners. <laughs> I, want, I was like, I want to throw that in there somewhere. I want to throw yeah. that in. Because <laughs> I think it's funny. Thank you to all our visual listeners. Thanks to all of our visual listeners. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question... What is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.